In one study, they noticed that 75% of job seekers were auto-rejected by an ETS system. 75%, that's a lot. That means that the resume was put in a rejection pile automatically before it was even seen by a recruiter. Hi, I'm Evie. I'm the founder of the Self-Worth Accelerator. I'm a Latina coach, speaker, and podcaster. I've helped my clients negotiate over half a million dollars in salary increases by helping them step into the version of themselves who love more, receive more, and attract more money. My podcast is on a mission to teach women of color how to step into the higher selves so they can negotiate salary increases that feel unreal. I believe that when women make more money, we make the world a better place. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Evie and I am a salary negotiation coach and I love talking about salary negotiations. Now today I actually wanted to share a story because I love storytelling and sharing how some of my clients have overcome some really, really tough stuff. So today what I'm going to talk about is an ATS story or applicant tracking system story. So if you are someone who is looking for a job and maybe you haven't looked for a job in a couple years, here is a story about some things and processes that you may want to consider and optimize before you look for jobs. Now, if you haven't looked for a job in a few years and are intimidated by the current market, you want to keep listening. One of my clients was having such a hard time with her job search and to the point where she just straight up stopped applying. For simplicity, let's call her Priscilla. I spent a lot of time with Priscilla on her mindset work and also trying to figure out where she was getting overwhelmed. And don't get me wrong, the job application process and just negotiating salary is an overwhelming process, but I really wanted to understand the root cause. Priscilla mentioned that she was distraught because she was applying to so many jobs, but her inbox was full of auto-rejection emails. Now, she was internalizing all those rejection emails because she was making them mean something about her. And in her particular situation, she was looking for a new job and also trying to break into a new industry. So naturally, I started to look into this and really want to understand the root cause. After working with her, it dawned on me. She was making all those rejection emails mean something about her self-worth and her ability to lend a new job. So to Priscilla, each rejection email was almost proof that of her belief, which was getting a job is hard and switching into this industry is almost impossible. And in my coaching, I teach a very strong framework in order for us to correct negative thought loops. And this is super important for making sure that we align our actions with more positive thoughts and positive logic. So I, I dug into this a little bit deeper and I was asking her questions like, I really wanted to understand how she was approaching applying to jobs. And once I learned her approach, I realized why she was getting so many job rejection emails. One of them was she was quick applying to every single job, meaning she was submitting over 10 to 20 applications a day without being intentional about her resume and aligning the job with the resume. The formatting of a resume wasn't optimal. The formatting was off and wasn't ATS friendly. She was also missing keywords that didn't align with the job description. 
Now, these are just a couple of the things that I noticed from auditing her resume and the way she was applying to jobs. And the reality is that the way that we apply to jobs has changed in the last couple of years, right? More and more companies are starting to rely on ATS, which stands for Applicant Tracking System. So as Priscilla was continuing in her job search, she was piling up a whole bunch of rejection emails. And she started to internalize those rejection emails. And she started to feel like she wasn't good enough. Instead of looking at this from a data-driven perspective, which is simply her resume wasn't ATS friendly. That's it, right? That was the reason she was getting automatic rejection emails. It wasn't because she wasn't talented enough. It wasn't because she wasn't skilled enough. It literally was because she didn't prepare the resume for today's job market. Now, I dove into this headfirst because I realized that this is something that so many people are probably dealing with, and I wanted to find a way to solve this. So in diving into this, I did some research and found that by the fifth rejection email, job seekers just stop applying to, like, dream jobs. And they start applying to jobs that feel, air quotes, safer to land. Not only that, but 87% of these people did not feel comfortable negotiating because they were afraid that they were not going to get more interviews. Now, let's take a step back for a second, okay? So let's look at the situation. The situation is someone's applying to jobs and they're getting a whole bunch of automatic rejection emails. Instead of looking at this from a fact base, which is like, maybe my resume isn't optimized for these systems, people are starting to, you know, quiet their dreams and be afraid to like go out and apply for that dream job, apply for that like job that they've always wanted or for the industry that they've always wanted to break into. Not only that, but if they do land interviews and get job offers, they are afraid that they're not going to get any more interviews because they're using all their rejection emails as a basis for that assumption, which is wild, right? Because if we optimize our resumes to be ATS friendly, the chances are that you're, you won't get auto-rejected or get an automatic rejection emails right away. So I'm going to take a step back as well to talk about automatic rejection emails. It simply means that an algorithm or AI or system rejected the resume because it didn't meet certain requirements, period. That is what that means. So if you get an auto-rejection email almost like a day or two after applying, the chances are that no one, no human actually looked at your resume. It was literally just an algorithm, okay? Okay, I'm getting really worked up about this one because I am not about to let y'all get in your feels about getting a rejection email that was sent by some algorithm or AI robot, okay? We are not doing that. We are not doing that. We're going to take that reject those rejection emails, right, as data collection. And all it means is your resume may not be ATS friendly. Okay, amiga? Like, that's it. That's it. We're not going to make it mean that we're not good enough, that we're not skilled enough, that we're crazy for going for that job. Mm-mm. I'm going to stop you right there. We're just going to get a little smarter, okay? We're going to take that. So what happened was I started working with Priscilla on actually optimizing her, her resume to pass applicant tracking systems. 
what happened when we did this. It was game changer. I made some rules for her and I'm going to share all of these with y'all because I feel like it is so key. But as soon as we implemented this new um, resume with these new rules that we put together, she started being reached out by recruiters for interviews. And she was managing several interviews at once. And at the end of the day, she ended up using receiving many offers, more than one. She started to use those offers as a counteroffer strategy. So she ended up negotiating a salary that she that was super aligned with her at a dream company. And I'm super excited to have her on the, on the podcast one day. But this is the story I wanted to share with you because I'm not about to let y'all get discouraged just because your resume isn't ATS friendly, okay? So with that, I have some tips that I want to leave with you today. So before I dive into these tips, let's just have a brief discussion about what is ATS, okay? ATS stands for Applicant Tracking System, as I mentioned earlier, and it's commonly used by companies to manage their applications. Especially in this job market, some postings receive hundreds, if not thousands, of applications. So it would literally take too long for a recruiter to sift through hundreds or thousands of resumes. So instead of a person doing it, an Applicant Tracking System, or ATS, does that. And what it does is it automatically screens and then grades resumes. So only passing on a handful of resumes that meet certain criteria. And we're about to talk about what that criteria is. So as I've shared in this story, right, before Priscilla optimized her resume and made it ATS friendly, not having an ATS friendly resume was really negatively impacting her job search. And that itself negatively impacted her morale and the way she was showing up in her job search, right? And when you're feeling low vibe like that, like I'm very big on energy and like low vibe attracts low vibe, right? So if you're someone who has been feeling hopeless or frustrated with all the rejection emails, you might be approaching your job search wrong. So I want you to listen up. I wanted to go over some data so that way you, you realize that you're not alone in this process and it's okay. It's okay to not know. You don't know what you don't know, right? So I wanted to go over some data so that way you know you're not alone in this search. In one study, they noticed that 75% of job seekers were auto-rejected by an ETS system. 75%, that's a lot. That means that the resume was put in a rejection pile automatically before it was even seen by a recruiter. Okay, And then on average, job seekers start to lose confidence in themselves by the fifth rejection email. That's so wild. So now to the real question. What does ATS look for? Here's a couple of things. It wants to make sure that resumes are in active voice. Another thing it looks for is relevancy, which means how relevant is your experience to the job post? Another requirement is the formatting. Many times when you upload a resume, if you have a weird formatting, it might not pull the information correctly, which means that it's leaving out critical information like bullet points or jobs from this process. Another thing that it looks for are and a huge component of ATS is keywords. It wants to make sure that every job, right, has keywords in the job description. And what it's looking for is that you have a lot of those keywords in your resume. 
So those are some criteria that it looks for. There's also things like the length of a resume and things like that. So I wanted to share some red flags as well. So that way we can really think about, so that's what it looks for, right? Those are some of the criteria. I want to go over things to avoid and then things to incorporate, okay? So you definitely want to flag this podcast episode because when it comes down to working and make, creating an ATS-friendly resume, this is really going to help you. Okay, what to avoid? We are no longer going to quick apply to jobs with the same resume, okay? Quick applying doesn't always align the keywords with the job description. Another thing we're not going to do is you don't want to put information, important information, in the header or footer. So you, you remember how earlier I mentioned that formatting is a critical piece of information? ATS systems don't like headers or footer. It just, the information is pulled weirdly, so we're not going to put important information in any footer or headers. We're also going to avoid images, graphics, or charts in your resume. ATS doesn't always like images. It's, you know, it's trying to read your resume and categorize things, so it may not know what to do with graphics or images or charts that are in your resume. You also don't want to apply to too many jobs at one company. So some ATS systems will kind of flag you as spam if you're applying to a whole bunch of jobs at that one company. Okay, now... Onto things that we're going to do differently and things that we're going to incorporate in our resume, right? We're going to optimize your resume to make sure that it has the right keywords. We're also going to tailor your resume for each job. If you are someone who is maybe looking at more than one type of role, so let's say, for example, that you might be someone who is looking for a project manager, program manager, product manager role, right? Those are all different roles. So even though a lot of the skills overlap, there are some skills that are going to be different. Or if you're looking at different industries, like say, for example, if you're considering the aerospace industry versus, let's say, a software company, they're going to be looking for different keywords, different systems, and different types of requirements and criteria that are different between those two industries. So even though you have the skill set, you have the capabilities and you have the experience, you wanna make sure that you're showcasing your resume and all of your experience in a way that is optimal to that job application or that job description. So that's why it's kind of important to have like different resumes for different types of roles, or at least the keywords. You also kinda wanna avoid using acronyms in your resume, you also want to stick to like a very simple, basic formatting, something that's a little too crazy with like lots of color and pictures like that may visually look really nice, which would be maybe great for an in-person interview, but it's not going to be great for getting you past the screening of an ATS. And following the formatting, you want to make sure that you're submitting it in the right type of file structure. You also want to make sure that you're including any key like certifications or courses that are in alignment with the job description. And lastly, you want to make sure that you quantify your resume. And this one is a big one. I literally work with my clients to quantify their work because that is a great way to showcase not only to their employers, but also to prove to themselves that they add so much value in their work, right? And by quantification, I mean like percentages, dollars of budget, 
How many people did you manage, right? You want to look at these numbers and quantify your resume in a way that showcases the effectiveness or impact of your work. So if you're like, oh my God, I resonate with Priscilla so much. I totally know what she's going through and I need some help. I want to welcome you to work with me. I'm always taking private clients. I also have a group coaching program called the Self-Worth Accelerator, and it is just a great place to work together and work on mindset, strategy, and execution of not only negotiating your salary, but also applying to jobs. So if you're like, oh my God, I resonate with her, and I really would love to work with Evie, I invite you to send me a DM, and I would love to work with you. If you are like, okay, I'm like looking at stuff and I want to know all these gems and tea from Evie because like, dang, this is really good. I want to invite you to join my newsletter. I am literally always sharing blog posts and information on there, whether it's inspiration or data driven, like ways to improve your resume, LinkedIn, how to network, any of those things. I have them in my newsletter. So that's free. You can go ahead and you know, I'll keep it in the show notes and you can go ahead and subscribe. I also have a checklist for how to make an ATS-friendly resume. I'm also sharing resume templates that will pass ATS and are ATS-friendly. So if you're like, oh, I don't even know where to start and I need a resume, sign up for my newsletter because you'll get that freebie and you can be on your way to optimizing your resume. I hope that today's story of mine really made impact on you and hopefully helped you through a tough time. And I just can't wait to share more information, more stories, and I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today. It means the world to me that you tuned in to listen. And if you're loving this content, please rate this podcast with a five-star rating. And I'd love to hear your review. You can find me on Instagram at La Mala Mujer blog where I show all the behind the scenes of what I do and I highlight guests and clients and all the good stuff. Amiga, this is your year. Oh my God, I can feel it. And if you're ready to step out of survival mode and into your highest self in your career and in your salary negotiations, I would love to work with you. Send me a DM on Instagram. I cannot wait to hear from you. Ciao.